What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. I'm sure you all can imagine that I'm following closely uh, the situation with Chief Laron Armstrong, who's been put on paid administrative leave by Mayor Sheng Tao, pending an investigation. Um, in, into potential misconduct, right? Um, and and I, there's some things I need to say about this. So the, the first thing is on Monday, y'all that, that listen regularly know that I was joined by Councilmember Carol Fife and also Dr. Melina Abdullah, who's the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Grassroots, as we talked about um, the violence that is directed towards us and other black women across the country that are on the front lines fighting for the liberation of black people. And we talked about the ways in which some of that violence gets generated by lies that are told um, about us, about things that we've done or things that we've said. And that afternoon, (laughs) after we had this conversation, after it's been on social media, Oakland's well aware that we're in the middle of this conversation. That afternoon, a petition in support of Chief Laron Armstrong uh, went out uh, into the world. And rather than just keeping it, you know, to the, the point about um, you know, their their opinions that, that that he should not have been put on paid administrative leave. It's not suspension, by the way. It's paid administrative leave. It's not punitive. It is actually exactly what Laurent should do if he's got an officer that is under investigation, right? It's a paid administrative leave because it's actually improper. There's no way for there to be an actual investigation that anybody could take seriously if the organization and the head of that organization are part of the investigation. So it's not a suspension. That's Sam Singer spin. Sam Singer's the PR person that Laron Armstrong has hired. The same PR person, by the way, who represented the, um, the developer company uh, that owned the house that Moms for Housing were in and viciously attacked them. That's who Laurent has hired to represent uh, him. That in itself should raise raise eyebrows. I digress. Um, a petition went out that very afternoon demanding the reinstatement of Laurent Armstrong and then did not name my organization, the Anti-Police Terror Project, named me. Me by name. Um, and and lied uh, or insinuated that there was some collusion between me and uh, Mayor Sheng Tao that was making all of this happen. Um, that literally is putting a target on my back, right? Um, and, and I needed to say something about it. The other thing that I need to say, because people really are asking me um, a lot, and I'm, I, and I'm being measured in my response because I actually think we need to be measured, in our response to this right now, right? Anyone that tells you that they know for sure he didn't do anything wrong is lying to you. There is no way that any of us, including me or APTP, can know whether or not Chief Armstrong did anything wrong. And the reason why we can't know that is because there are 40-plus more pages of the report that nobody... With the exception of the mayor, Judge Oreck, and the federal monitor have seen. Nobody. 
So the new president of the NAACP yesterday told a reporter that they are the NAACP and they have investigated the whole thing and they know for sure that he did nothing wrong. That is absolutely impossible. And it is absurd that folks don't want the process just to play out. So people want to know what I think. I think the process, the legal process needs to play out. I also think um, that, that, that there's a little bit too much protesting going on by the chief. Like, if you didn't do anything wrong, my G, if it's all good and you know you're going to be vindicated, then take that paid vacation, go somewhere pretty, and come back vindicated. I mean, that's what I would do. And then the last thing I'm going to say about this uh, for today, though, I will have much more I'm sure to say, as the days and weeks of this roll out, particularly if they continue, if if this if this faction of folks continues to attempt to put targets on on my back and the backs of other black women that um that I love. but but the 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 last thing um, that I want to say here is that there were signs yesterday at that rally that appropriated the hashtag Black Lives Matter and said Chief Armstrong matters. Again, I'm not saying whether or not he did anything, you know, illegal or not. I'm going to watch the process play out. But I need folks to understand that that hashtag, that hashtag is about dead black bodies at the hands of law enforcement. That hashtag is about Natasha McKenna and George Floyd and Oscar Grant and Grishario Mack and the names that I could go on and on with. Law enforcement killed 1,055 people in 2022. I cannot imagine how the mothers, the fathers, the children, the partners, the aunties of folks who's, who had their loved ones stolen in violent, egregious, and horrific ways felt about the appropriation of that hashtag. And I just, I had to speak on it because it, it, it cracked my heart a little bit because I work with those families. I know what they go through. And that, that sign, that, that appropriation of that language was really uh, a, a spit in the face of folks who will never, ever recover from their loss because their loved ones were stolen by the state. Um, I'm sorry, I lied. I, well, last thing I'm going to say, if they can break the back of the radical black left here, as Jerry Brown promised and Libby Schaaf tried, it will absolutely fracture the back of the radical black left movement in the country. We are ground zero. We are the vanguard. What happens here matters. Pay attention, y'all. Pay attention. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.